Hey and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl who was just back on the Upper East Side of Manhattan for a few days for Thanksgiving, which was happy. I hope yours was too. But now I'm back in my freshman dorm at Harvard University. So first things first, another thing that I've been into lately that everyone else was into a while ago. We've gotten Twin Peaks was the last thing I think that I was super into that everyone's been raving about for years. And I was like, wow, did you guys know this thing is cool? Well, now I'm back with Seinfeld. And this is because one of my friends actually from college came over to my house this week in New York City and made me watch an episode of Seinfeld. And I was like, this is really funny. I don't find his stand-up comedy particularly funny. It's like your classic airline food joke kind of thing. You know, what's the deal? And I'm, I don't know. But I really like the show. I like the first few seasons, at least. I feel like they're getting to be progressively worse and worse people. And it's kind of hard for me to watch. I've skipped more and more episodes as it continues because I'm like, I just can't watch these people be trash anymore. But at least the first, like, three seasons I've really enjoyed. I've kind of plowed through them embarrassingly quickly. And I guess, I don't know, maybe it's just me or maybe there's, like, a resurgence of let's all watch things or check back on things that have been kind of raved about in the past and that we never really paid any attention to. Like, maybe it's my generation. We're all looking back on, like, things from the 90s, things from the late 80s and kind of rediscovering them, even in terms of fashion. I don't know what it is, but it's just another thing on my list of stuff that I decided to check out that people were into like decades before. And I'm sorry if (laughs) that makes anyone feel old. I'm sorry if it's repetitive because obviously everyone likes Seinfeld. It's not up there with The Office for me at all. It's not up there with Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Parks and Rec, but I have really, really liked it, even if I think the people on it are absolutely garbage um, and kind of can't stand them. So that is that. Another thing that kind of actually with the same friend that I've been really into, which I think you should try out, I'd recommend it, if not with music, maybe with podcasts, is he and I have been sending each other a song recommendation every day. I guess I kind of started it. I just decided I was going to send them to him and if he got annoyed with it, he could tell me. But luckily for me, instead, he started sending him back. Um, It's really just like a nice activity especially if you have a friend who has your taste in music in this case it could be podcasts it could be like tv shows that you send each other once a week movies maybe but I like having a little routine with a pal I like establishing traditions I like establishing customs I don't know when I'm I'm really already kind of running out of songs not because I don't listen to music but because I've been watching Seinfeld which is his fault anyway So in the time where I would normally be like procrastinating by watching movies, sorry, listening to music, I've been procrastinating by watching Seinfeld. But yeah, maybe it's a larger thing. I'm not just talking about necessarily sending each other something once a day. Maybe that's a burden for you, but just kind of establishing traditions with friends, especially new friends, I think is really awesome. And you're like developing something that you have in common, even if you don't like the same genre maybe that's a way to start it up I don't know I really have been into it it kind of warms my heart and it's nice getting that text like once a day where you're like oh my gosh I get a new thing today kind of like a little gift I don't know it's cute if I do say so myself so on the subject of being home which was really just like so nice 
it kind of freaked me out actually how nice it was. I was like, did I just not appreciate this before? How did I see my friends every single day? Like, how did I see these people every day and not appreciate it enough? How did I, why did I spend time on work when I could have spent it like hanging out with my family and my friends and exploring my beautiful city? And it like, I leaving over after Thanksgiving break almost hurt more than leaving for college. Um, I guess because I almost didn't realize, well, I did realize, I don't know. I'm just at this point, if I keep talking about this, it's going to be word vomit or salad or whatever you want to call it. But basically my point is, I think that A, if you're in high school and about to leave, notice those things, but B, obviously when I romanticize it, looking back, I'm thinking of it through the perspective of, you know, with the perspective of A, someone who's really relatively new to college and so obviously not totally comfortable here, not totally like settled in, even though it's November, it's also only November, and someone who, when I went home, like, I didn't have to do homework, I didn't have to go to school at seven in the morning or, sorry, wake up at seven in the morning and go at eight, you know, I didn't have to be frustrated with things and worry about applying to college and worry about meeting with teachers and everything and doing homework and it was just different. It's obviously going to feel different when you have all the time in the world and you haven't seen people in so long and you're just like appreciating fall beauty in your city. That's going to feel really different than actually living a normal life. Just like how I'm sure college students visit their colleges and are like, oh my god, I loved it so much, blah blah blah. Not point obviously not being that I didn't love being home when I was home when I lived there obviously you know I don't I feel like I don't even have to explain it it's quite clear that I adore being home and I miss it so 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 much I miss the people so much and I miss New York so much but just when we remember those things like don't forget that it's it's not the same as it was like you had responsibilities there that you don't have when you visit So, I don't know. I had to keep reminding myself of that because I knew otherwise I was going to be kind of too bummed out. And now, something that irks me, which is, I guess, super specific, and it's definitely, obviously, along the lines of something I've talked about before, it's this specific thing called workout makeup, which just irks the absolute, just really just kills me inside makeup for when you're working out like oh if you need you know your waterproof eyebrow pencil it just bothers me to no end why on earth what what is going on like there's this explosion in the beauty industry this explosion of all of us somehow like deciding that it's like empowering or whatever I'm not gonna rant about that right now because I have enough times before but the concept that now we need to look our best even when we're working out is so and and presenting that as some kind of like feminist thing that it's like empowering that you should have to spend like half an hour putting on foundation and eyebrows and eyeliner so that you don't sweat it off when you're working out like we're just do it if you want but we're doing it like (laughs) I just I can't deal with that I can't deal with like promoting that I can't deal with people on YouTube and Instagram being like, look at this great new stuff that I put on so that I don't look like someone who's worked out when I've worked out. Like, why can't we just exist as ourselves in our bodies and like wake up and go to the gym? You're going to the gym. You don't need to do extra work for going to the gym. Who cares if people see you? Who cares if you look bad? Like, 
it shouldn't be a problem that we look bad and that shouldn't be our primary trait that we focus on and why do men get to look like actual dish rags and girls have to look so pretty all the time even when you're going to the gym and doing it for yourself and why I don't no, but it makes me absolutely nuts. And on a similar similar kind of note, this woman, Jessica Braun, who's on YouTube, her thing is jambeauty89 is her like little username. She did a video called like 10 beauty guru rules that I don't follow and you shouldn't either. And it really, I just loved it because it, I like it because yes, she's a beauty guru kind of person, whatever you want to call them. But she's also a teacher. She has like a real job. She doesn't spend her time. I mean, it sounds like I'm railing against these people who where this is their full time job. I'm not. But, you know, I like, okay, they're fine. Like they don't need to worry about my criticism. They're making like millions of dollars with collaborations and ads and whatever. So I just really enjoy that she says, like, I can't afford to buy all of the different types of something, even from the drugstore, all the different shades, all the different like things from this collection I don't have like a glittery background I don't have my nails done all the time I can't afford that I have a life I have a job that I go to I'm a school teacher I'm not going to follow all the rules and go to all the events and post on snapchat all day like I have another life that I'm prioritizing and that it's okay to prioritize over you know opening PR packages from companies and over posting beautiful things on Instagram and like making myself look as pretty as possible all the time and having photo shoots like she's prioritizing being a good teacher being a good person being a good friend and I really like that not only in regards to like people on YouTube not only in regards to like Instagram celebrities who do their makeup in these little like speedy videos just also in terms of how much the industry has like just gone crazy lately and just reminding everyone most of them are open owned by white men even if they're acting like they're trying to be more inclusive even if they're acting like they're trying to make us feel beautiful what they're doing is still hoping that we feel bad so that we buy stuff even if your brand I think it's it cosmetics has stuff where it's like naturally pretty and all of the brands say things like your natural self palette your natural self eyeshadow palette you're naturally beautiful well if I'm naturally beautiful then why are you making money off of me not feeling like I am naturally beautiful and selling me full coverage foundation because I don't feel like maybe I am I just I said I wasn't gonna rant about it but there are just so many issues to cover and issues that aren't getting solved and I just was really relieved to see someone say like look I don't have the time I have another life I have another thing that I'm going to focus on that fulfills me this isn't the only thing that fulfills me I have people that I care about and I don't owe the industry anything and they're doing just fine without me and my support all the time So that is that for this week. I hope you had a really happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a really happy, I don't know, home home stretch until break. I have about three weeks and two of them are going to be filled with probably nothing because I have reading week starting Saturday and up until December 18th, I've got literally nothing except studying for one final. So that sounds like a blessing, but actually somehow that's just kind of how the cookie crumbled for me class-wise, which should be great but a lot of people are going to be studying because people take like science and math so hopefully I'll find other English people who instead of having finals actually had papers like I did which I'm frantically working on right now so thank you so much for listening and come back in a week 
because who knows what we'll be into by then. Hopefully I'll have a lot of stuff I'm into because I'll have been exploring Boston or something with all my free time. 